Hello and welcome to Flow. I'm Josh. I'm J-Log. And we are glad you guys are able to join us. We have a very special episode for you guys today. We are in the middle of our focused, well I guess it's not really the middle, we're at the end of our focused student ministry um, camp, but we've got a concert, conference, awesomeness that's happened on a Friday. (laughs) Great vibe today. Yeah. And so we are in the middle of our hall. You might hear some music going on or people walking by. And throughout the course of this episode, we're just going to have different people jumping on. Um, so there's right. not going to be really any particular flow or order to that. Exactly. <laughs> no, particular flow. <laughs> no particular flow. I love flow. that. But we have some exciting stuff that um, as a separate episode, we're going to do a Q&A with some of the TikTok people that are here mm-hmm. at the con- or at our concert conference thing, thing you know yeah. and so we're going to do a, a live q a with them um, a little bit later on and we'll have that posted as a different episode altogether. that's right um so look forward to that but we're just excited to be able to en- enjoy this day of just everything i wish we could record everything and just let that you all nice. hear it i mean just i wish there was a way to apply video to this because a lot of the different times that we're going to be doing some things today man it's going to be unbelievable yeah um, the spirit's moving. Yeah. You can hear the music. You can hear the music, yeah. <laughs> you know, we have Chandler's um, coming later on tonight to do a concert for us, and that's going to be awesome. And we've got, what, 20, 25, 30? About 30-ish. Yeah, 30-ish TikTok. TikTok, TikTokers um, that are here, and they've been enjoying spending time with our youth, and they've yeah. been doing breakouts and stuff like that. And so it's just been an awesome it's been an awesome week. It's been a great week. I mean, these the we've had two separate. Well, actually, uh, well, for here domestically, we've had two separate ministries going on with our youth camp. Uh, then the TikTokers have came in and had their own little ministry, and then they've we've combined on two or three different occasions. Uh, they've combined for uh, just one great big Jesus party. Absolutely. And the awesome thing about this is, is like for those that aren't here with the TikTokers, such as Caden uh, and Trevor and some of those. And some of those guys is they uh, they're doing some ministry over in Africa. Gotcha. So, this is our youth director, Mr. Tyler Kahn. <laughs> He's just handing off, <laughs> dropping off something. Uh, it's for Chandler. For Chandler. <laughs> for Chandler. Gotcha. Uh, but no, they're over in a part of Africa. I'm not sure the city. So we've got another 25 or 30 TikTokers over in Africa right now ministering, and. Just the movement of the spirit, guys. When you when you surrender your soul and yourself and your heart to what God wants to do with you, your life is going to flow so much easier. Oh, absolutely! Everything's going to come together, even though it's not together. You'll feel it. So. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's amazing. You know, the the general theme of our youth camp has been sent. Mm-hmm. You know, and so our our youth have gone into the community. Um, they've done neighborhoods around the church, and they've gone into our community itself and helped out. And I think it's just been an awesome experience for them just to serve locally, right? You know, because we and you know Tyler has plans for them to go on international mission trips and stuff like that. But I think so many times we miss out on serving locally and seeing the impact that we get to make on the on the basis of our local community, right? And that's what I mean. That's the first thing that Christ has called us to, you know, serve our our Jerusalem. Serve you our know, Jerusalem. We, we've got to serve those that are local to us. You know, there's so many churches who do great things internationally, but their well, we community around them is just... It's just not touched. Yeah, it's not touched. And the stuff that they've done, such as maybe pick up limbs or 
whatever it may have been. Yeah. Uh, we don't know how we may hear from them. I'm, I'm, I'm going to guarantee you with God moving like he is, we'll hear from some of those stories. Somebody oh, yeah. will show up at church. Somebody will show up and explain that they came because of the kindness that a youth had shown towards them. Yeah. And it's pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome. It is. It, it's, it's, it's amazing. And, you know, I haven't been out here for all of it. I've been out here for some of it. Right. And it's just been, it's been a great week. It's been you unbelievable. Know? You know, it's the leadership that we have at this church, you know, and for something like this that I've never really been a part of. I mean, this is the most in-depthness as far as, and I really haven't done anything really with the youth portion camp. I mean, other than pray, which that's, right. obviously it's good. I mean, oh, yeah. We all need to do that, but uh, Tyler has really rocked it out. He has. It's, it's been amazing. I mean, it's, what he does for it, you do for the children and the VBS and everything else, man, it's, you can see your gifts. And it, it's just been awesome to sit back and see what God has done to Tyler this week and uh, how this thing's all came about. And I know we've had a ton of help from oh, yeah. youth leaders. And well, it's been just a great response of our church itself. Like, oh, there's been so many people who offered to help out Tyler that, you know, it was just, it was a true blessing to be like, well, we've got mm-hmm. plenty, we can truly say we have plenty of help, you know, just to help transport kids around and stuff like that. Because, you know, we had 30, 30 students talking about transporting them to three or four different job locations that's it you know you need multiple vehicles and yeah. it's been great just to see our, our church family step up to help out and just the cooks and we've ate we've ate good this week <laughs> <laughs> you know that's 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 one thing that um the spirit always seems to make sure happens is yeah. when we doubt just because we see we don't actually see because we don't know right and he from what i've heard he he's really um, provided this week when it comes to the food and the oh, extra yeah. people helping and so on and so forth. It's been great. It's been great. Well, like we said, we'll have some people stopping in, so this will not be the last you hear from us for this episode. No. Um, but we'll have people stopping in, and we'll, we'll go from there. All right. We're very blessed to have the the man, the myth, the legend, the great Pumbaa, the director of this amazing camp, Tyler Klein with us. Mr. Tyler. I thought it was Grand Pumbaa. Whatever. Yeah, it it's all good. We're too tired to, <laughs> yeah. tired to mince, mince words. What's up, guys? So, Tyler, how, is, how have you enjoyed this week? It has been an immense blessing. Just because you don't know what you're getting into when you do something totally new, and you know that there's, you know, people that doubt what you're about to do because mm-hmm. it hasn't been done. But it's been great at every turn. Every, you know, the kids have responded to what we've done and what God's doing in them. I hope. I hope it's not just a chance for them to hear the gospel over and over and to hear how they're sent. But I hope that it's a chance for them to see biblical community lived out. Oh, absolutely. I mean, just with a little bit of the the, the youth I've been able to talk to. The ones I've talked to have really been enjoying it and have have loved this time. And so I guess the the real question is, next year, and I realize you're a little too tired, so we won't hold you to this, but are we going to have Scent Camp Part 2 next year? If we do anything, it would transform into a regular basis, shorter-term thing. So, like, doing something like this would be awesome in, like, a two-day... Or like a three-day, two-night format. Right. Not like a weekend retreat. Yeah, type thing. and then like maybe we rotate it through to do it every fourth year, something like that. That's what I like to do with summer stuff is try and rotate through. So if a kid's coming up in high school as a freshman, they'd have four different experiences. And, yeah. Uh, 
then they'd get a chance to do different things with different emphasis. But it's so valuable to be together and for them to get this concept that it's something maybe we just stick with a like Thursday, Friday, Saturday thing or something yeah. like that that's a little bit easier to pull off because it is a logistical <laughs> beast. Well, we were that talking about that is. earlier, how we've been very impressed and blessed by the way our church family has showed up to help out with just the, the logistics of everything. You know, yeah, that's we haven't been tremendous. We haven't really been been, been wanting just for for anything. You know, it's been been a great great week so far. And yeah, if anything, we have too much food and too many volunteers is a good problem to have because uh, yeah, it creates more work to try and give people clear direction. Yes. But it's a whole lot better than if you don't equip the saints because you know there's kind of a biblical mandate to do so. Everyone just has a good just, just heart a about bit. it. Yeah, yeah. Even if it's like, like even something as simple as I call somebody up and I'm like, hey, can you uh, can you come up and give kids rides real quick? Because one person may have kidney stones that may not show up. Like I, I was assuming they wouldn't show up and they still did. And so then I had to call the person that was voluntarily driving 15 minutes. I was like, hey, thank you so much for your heart. I hate to do this. But the person I thought was too unhealthy to be here serving uh, is still her, here still serving. Still, yeah. So you can go home and have dinner with your family. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but I mean, even the person with kidney stone shows the desire people had to just yes. join in and and minister to the students, which is awesome. It's an important thing. Just yeah, I mean, you do a lot of stuff for Jesus, and you know, even when through the pain, through the the no sleep, you know, we we all about serving. So Jesus, so Tyler, out of this past uh, five days, how many hours of sleep would you say you've gotten? All right, let's try and mark it down here. So. Like midnight on Monday to six. That's six hours, right? Yep. The next night was Tuesday night. <laughs> yes, that's how slow my mind is working. Monday and then Tuesday. And then what's after that? Uh, no, on Tuesday night, we worked really hard that day. And oh, we were at the river. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, gosh. <laughs> I think I got to bed at 12.30 that night and woke up at 5.30. So five hours? Five hours. So, so 11, we're up to 11. 11. All right. And Wednesday night, we got home at, I mean, 12.15. And then <clears throat> there was drama amongst the students. Mm. And uh, I don't think I got to bed until 1.15. That's what happens when kids are overtired. They suddenly yeah. start to create interpersonal conflict, which what? is super no. fun. So uh, I got to bed at one fifteen or one thirty, I think, is when I fell asleep, and woke up at oh, it's five thirty because I was driving out to Lowe's at six fifteen or so. So that's four to hours to buy supplies, <laughs> so that I could have them serve so on up, Thursday morning. We're up to fifteen hours. We're up to fifteen, and then I know it was four and a half hours last night. So nineteen hours. Yes. Hey, you're you're doing pretty good for only nineteen hours <laughs> of crazy. sleep in five days. Yeah. There's no ministry <laughs> overtime, right? No, Especially yeah. when even your sleep, you're still on call. Like yeah. my bed was overlooking the security cameras to make sure <laughs> yeah. if something happened, I could just sit up and stare at the screen. Yes. You know, there's no better sleep than that. That's what no. that's what I've been telling Tyler. I was like, Tyler, it's you this week, but come July, it will be me, and our roles will be reversed. You know. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's true. So you're gonna have the kids overnight at VBS? Yeah, just kidding. Oh, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. kidding. And we're gonna put Tyler in charge of all of them. Yeah, I'm gonna come back yeah. for more sleep. Yeah. That age, I would love to see it. No, no, <laughs> I mean. no, no. <laughs> so, so through, so through the the tiredness, through the hours, through the prepping, through the planning, yeah. through the 
service of our military through all of it you know I, we've seen it as far as as far as you yeah. isn't it amazing first of all I guess how God blesses through all that and then two for you personally how I guess how have you been blessed through it and yeah you can't out you can't outgive God no you can't you can't um, repay him for the goodness that he bestows in us first off for Jesus, but then every minute after, right? So it's like, yeah, I'm tired, but it's the best kind of tired that you can be. Right. And the right. blessing of knowing that this sort of memory is something that will live on in kids mm. and not just the kids, but the stu- the parents who gave who walked in, donated food, or those that came and served for days. Mm-hmm. I mean, the memories that of love and care and affection and worship and, right. you know, teaching, those things will carry through, I'm hoping, to eternity. I don't know how memory works in heaven, right. but um, <laughs> I, hope, I hope it would be good things that encourage those in their faith. And, you know, I've already gotten to see fruit like that, like, just in the midst of camp, kids are like, oh my gosh, remember how awesome Amazing Bible Race was and this and that, you know, like, so you get, you get little bits of harvest, but right. you plant the seed, mm-hmm. trusting and knowing that God's going to bring the growth, and that in itself is a, a reward. I Not think, everyone gets that. Yeah, but. I think that's one of the hardest parts about children and youth ministry is that you or we put so much effort into it that we don't always see the fruit of it you know sometimes our the youth and kids move on and we just are like oh, hopefully hopefully it's stuck or hopefully or we see them walk away and we go hopefully they'll come back and it's just yeah it's just one of those things that we, we don't know and i mean that's even adult ministry too that's just ministry in general ministry we in don't general. always that's right always yeah. see the fruit of it right. it is but there is a pronounced exodus from the church after high school yes mm-hmm. through college up until a lot of times people get married and then they want to raise their kids in the church yep. and so it's like the uh yeah we're helping them to understand what real good community is but we have to pray that we also teach them how to find that community just like the tiktok group that's here with us this week yes. has found we have to help them to see how they can find it mm-hmm. in that in between so they can stick with the church and the good news is is that barna research and stuff like that you can go out and look it up i just read it the other day Good research has shown that um, right. that those that are sticking with the church are the most heavily involved yeah. of any churchgoers, which was, is really cool. Yeah, so yeah. if we can get them to stay in the community of the church, then they're going to be the most committed warriors for mm-hmm. Christ, yeah. which is an encouraging thing. In the last sermon I did, I was talking about the different generations, and it's amazing how Gen Z, I mean, even though there's less of them in church, they the ones that are in church are more faithful than the boomers and mm-hmm. you know the millennials and you know, they, they get sold out for a cause, and we see that by, like you said, the TikTokers that are here. Like, mm-hmm. they are sold out, you know. Well, uh, my biggest thing that I've enjoyed so far is, as far as the youth goes, is seeing just, I'm a bit, I'm real big about paying attention to expressions, paying attention to the interaction, paying attention to the way that the Spirit's moving within them, and there's some youth that, that I've been around since we've, you know, you've been here and stuff, and, and I've been watching them what time I've been around campus, and stuff and I'm seeing them interact with different people and there's just a different type of light about them than oh yeah than before and oh absolutely yeah this is definitely something that I remember from my youth as far as the camps and the people coming in and the, I mean I, I that's where I draw a lot of my passion from and you were talking about stuff that stick with them Tyler and and things and I think 
that this is something I know is going to be that impactful in their life for their for the rest of their life. Yeah. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. exactly what I was praying for for it all was, you know, it's just a, I think I've been here eight months, I don't know, something like that, maybe nine. And the group has come together in such a wonderful way. The community is developing and the culture is developing. And I was just praying that the Lord in the midst of this fertile soil time would grow relationships. That's part of why I didn't want to take them to other camps was just right. to keep us together so that they weren't distracted by others, even though they are maybe a little bit by our TikTok <laughs> friends, which is a good thing um, in the small doses, but that they spent the majority of time together yes. so that now they know each other's names. Now they know who they get along with. Now they know who they may not mix as well with, which I mean, it just happens, it's right? Of, but like, part of I was just group. praying that God would use it to help deepen the community that has already gotten a great start, I feel like, um, oh, in the past months. And to get to see it, you know, see their expressions, see kids acting themselves, whereas before they wore masks, mm -hmm. getting to see them come out of their shell and, you know, just interact with people. Like one of them, uh, another leader said, you know what, at the beginning of the, of the camp, this kid was just totally quiet. He didn't say anything. Now he's purposely tormenting everyone, having fun doing it, like in a loving, you know, like fun way. Right. It was just just one of many examples of getting to see literal change in kids and their hearts and their mm -hmm. spirits. Even if we don't have any kids raise their hand necessarily say, like, I'm choosing to follow Christ. Right. I know that each and every one of them are taking steps closer to him because of this camp. Absolutely. And it's a journey. So it's like whenever they make that, you know, God, I'm yours which a lot of them have, so be it. But they're getting closer to Jesus. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's well, rewarding. Tyler, we appreciate the time that you've been able to join us. I won't make you sit down too much because you might uh Yeah, I'm already asleep. feeling sleepy. <laughs> you knew this would happen. I knew it would happen. I forewarned you all. <laughs> that's, why, that's why we got the chairs to wake. That's to sort of keep our balance because we Oh, be okay. Yeah, all yeah. right. All right. Well, Tyler, we appreciate it. It's been a great camp. And all right. Brothers, love you guys. Love you too, love man. You, all right. All right, we've got two of our students with us. I'll let you guys introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Miley Parks. And mine is Calista Miller. All right, so what has been your guys' favorite part about camp? My favorite part about camp is meeting new people and also worshiping God in, like, other ways I haven't had to do in a long time. Yeah. Um, mine's, like, also the same as Miley's because it just really helps whenever like the influencers are here, it makes it a lot better. And my favorite part was meeting new people and worshiping. Yeah, so on the, the serve commute days that we went out and serve, where did you guys go and serve at? Me and Callista both went to On To Go Foods and we helped them by organizing things and also taking care of their plants. And that was about it. And I think we had a yeah, lot of fun. It was really a lot of fun. fun. How did it make you feel serving? It just made me feel happy serving other peoples, mm -hmm. and um, they were very kind to us. They were offering things for us, but we didn't really want to accept that because we wanted to do more and help them. Right. Yeah. And to add on, it just felt like really good to help others. Yeah. So I got to go out there on Tuesday, and they had a strawberry mm -hmm box of just yeah. their wild strawberries. Right. So it was good. Really good. Yes. Yeah. They had their strawberries mm -hmm. from France. Oh my goodness. 
yeah, and they're like, obviously our listeners can't, but they were like about that big. So tiny. Wow. They were so really tiny, tiny, but they were so, <laughs> so, so flavorable. Yeah, wow. it was amazing. So Holiday World, what's your guys' favorite part about Holiday World? OMG. <laughs> there is like a lot, and I think it was either the water rides, which was, yeah. I love their water park. Um, the Wild Beast, I think it's what it's called. Yeah. And then the log ride, which I was on the land. Yeah, it was really fun. Was I had awesome. a great time just hanging out with people from church. Awesome. So what um, breakouts did you guys do this morning? We, we <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, you can go. Okay, so first we had um, Jana, and she was talking about, like, how uh, about insecures and body images like yeah, how, awesome. how people are so struggling I, that would be that's just a great session because that's something er, i mean everybody everybody needs to hear it. everybody needs to hear yeah it. everybody needs to hear it you know listening to her just helped me more and motivated me mm-hmm. yeah awesome we can talk about yeah then what second would you guys go to <laughs> then after that we went to bryce and um, oh yeah bryce yes <laughs> and he was just talking about how god um like some people did not really know him at first and then he started talking about his story and he also was talking about like signs how different people like god sends a bunch of signs in different and like multiple ways well awesome well thank you guys for just taking the time to sit down with us we hope you enjoy the rest of your day (laughs) bye thank you all right we have got one of our tiktok influencers is that the proper way to introduce you Oh, just about. <laughs> okay. And and what's your name? Sydney. Rocker. Sydney. Awesome. And so where are you from? Because I, I want to know where all the yeah. TikTokers are from. I'm from Des Moines, Iowa. Okay. So, wow. so yeah. Smack dab in the middle there. Smack down in the middle. Yeah. Very cool. And so what have you guys, like, You that we had camp going on, but then you guys have been sort of doing your own thing and joining camp every now and then. But what's been your favorite part of the week? Oh, my gosh. Of course. I mean, like you said, we say it a billion times, but it's just the community you form. Yeah. Um, all with the common goal of pursuing Christ with all of our hearts so it's just been beautiful to learn in so many ways and even like she said you know it's pushed me and my intimacy with the Lord in ways that I haven't imagined before you know just taking that like time to sit down in solitude yeah and truly enjoy what he has to offer us and what we have to offer him just as important um, that's so that's just been amazing be able to take that time and sit down not with any music not with any you know not with anybody else around you but just you and God yeah one of that's my awesome. one of my favorite things sitting is like I was telling a lot of you guys at the beginning you all come here a lot to serve but you end up being served have you found yourself amongst the teens here at camp being witnessed to and ministered to and so on and so forth well, I mean, I think these people just serve each other constantly. Right. And it's something so beautiful because it's always, you know, we're always offering to carry each other's burdens like we're called to do. Yeah. And and we're vulnerable with each other, most importantly. So we learn from each other's experiences. And it right. kind of helps us know that we're not alone in the trials that we're facing. And other people are experiencing just the same things. And yeah, it's awesome. such a beautiful thing to have that in common. and know that you're not alone well i think that's a a huge thing because i mean like you said we need to be vulnerable i had that conversation with the the youth this week was that it's okay to let be vulnerable with people because that's how you get close to people you Mm -hmm. know so many times we get in our mind we have to put up the wall to we do put protect ourselves so nobody Mm -hmm. knows our true self and really we can just be vulnerable and just and i think i mean 
the other night, one of our friends, um, Bryce, shared mm-hmm. his testimony, and I can count like five different people who came up to him and say, "Hey, your testimony impacted me because I've been through similar things." Or, and even I went, up, I've been through some stuff similar to what he's been through. Yeah. And you know, we just went on like an hour walk last night, and we were able to confide in each other and compare our experiences and how we want to use that to glorify God. Absolutely. So yeah, that's such a good commonality too be vulnerable with each right. other yeah yeah and see guys this is kind of what flow's been all about really is sharing the love of god through mm-hmm. everything in life um and it's important for the listeners to hear all this because it's not one specific aspect of life it's 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 about everybody's life all over the world and to have so many different people not just today but in the past that we've had swing in and give their experiences and tell how god's working in their life absolutely it's just awesome Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Sydney, it's been awesome, honey. Thank you for stopping yeah. by. Thank, Thank you. you, guys. I will see you later. <laughs> All right. We have got another one of our, our TikTok influencers, friends, amazing, amazing people with us. I'll let you introduce yourself. Hey, my name is Caleb Conley. I'm from Woodstock, Georgia. Woodstock, Georgia. Sure. Very nice. Sure. Got hot down in Georgia yet? Oh, yeah. We've had a couple <laughs> days at 95 plus. Oh, that just sounds yeah. miserable. That sounds miserable. Yeah. Well, well, we'll let you uh, share your testimony and just let listeners right. learn more a little bit about you. All right. Well, um, my parents met at First Baptist Church of Woodstock, where I grew up my entire life, in 1998. They were married in 1999 in the church. I was born in 2000, so I was raised in the church my entire life. Um, at a young age, uh, I was diagnosed with Tourette syndrome. Um, something about it with my entire life. Um, at a young age, I was, began to get bullied a lot. Um, I was always ostracized out of other groups of people. Right. And mm. I never felt like I really belonged in any group or setting. So from a young age, I was saved at the age of five years old. But from a very young age, I began to have and grow a resentment towards God. And mm. um, as I got older, um, I turned to certain things in my life to fill that void. Like, for example, sports was always the biggest thing at a young age. I right. played baseball, basketball, football. You know, anything I could do to try and raise my status. And almost all the time, it was out of a look for social gain mm. because I was always, like I said, bullied, made fun of, ostracized out of groups for my Tourette syndrome. And so, um, so. That was most of my life, childhood growing up. And then we go up to high school, right? Um, when I was in high school, I was still going to church. But uh, by my junior year, I began to slowly walk away from the church because I was telling my parents, I was rebuking my parents, I was rebelling against my parents, telling them they couldn't make me go to church anymore. I had no desire in my heart to go to church anymore. Even though I knew the truth, I, knew, I grew up knowing the Bible my entire life. I knew the truth my entire life. I lost the yearning a long way back when I was younger. When I mentioned I began to build resentment towards the Lord is when I began to, you know, I remember crying sometimes asking God, you know, why, why, why does this happen to me? Like, why'd you make me this way? I can't help it. Why, why am I always the outcast? I just want to be accepted. And never in my life, ooh, this is good, you know, we'll get into this, but never in my life did I realize, you know, that it was, he was always right there, the only thing that I need, my only fulfillment. But, um... So in high school, I, uh, my senior year came around. I, I hadn't gone to church for about two years. And um, my senior year came around. I had 12 college football offers. 
Oh, wow. Um, the, that summer that came, I, I committed to a school in Georgia called LaGrange College. That was my whole plan. You know, that was what I found my, um, it's what I found my, uh, let me find the word for that. Uh, it was what I found my credibility in life to be. You know, it was my status in football my entire life. I, I was, I was the prototypical like high school jock. You know, I grew up being made fun of. So like I'd make, make fun of other people. I was a, not the best person that <laughs> did. You know, I wasn't a person you'd want your daughters to be around. You know what I mean? Like I was very sexually immoral at a young age. Like I found validation in women found validation in my status and in football. So um, that summer, things began to really change in my life. I uh, slowly started drifting into drugs and alcohol and I started hanging out with um, the wrong crowd really, you know, that, that it's a cliche story, but it's true. I really started hanging out with the wrong crowd. And um, so literally the day before I was supposed to go to my orientation um, to play college football, I got caught by my grandmother on my back porch smoking marijuana and she told my mom they kicked me out of the house that night and that well they they gave me a free will they said you're out of this house unless you stop smoking and that I was so far down this path that I was like screw you guys I don't need you and then I literally uh -huh. left with my friends I went to Savannah for a whole five days mm -hmm. trying to prove to my parents I didn't need them because I was 18 I was bullheaded mm. you know what I mean imagine that right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. 18 years <laughs> but, um, so yeah anyways uh, so that is really what began my downfall um, I really fell into a drug addiction um, I became what the world would, you know, call a stoner for two and a half years. Um, I was habitually using marijuana. I couldn't sleep without marijuana. I turned to psychedelic drugs. I tripped numerous times on certain things. I turned into an alcoholic. All my life was was um, drugs, alcohol, and money. I'd go work to make my money, and then I'd come back home and use my substances. So that was literally a whole two and a half years of my life where I just completely got engulfed in it and then I literally began to um, deny God I used to, I, what I used to believe growing up I began to try and prove against I was literally so lost and deceived that um, I tried to tell people that it wasn't real I tried to tell people that the Bible wasn't real because I grew up as a Christian so like I used that as like well I know what they think right mm -hmm. but um so that that was going on for about a whole two and a half years and then um so I went on to this trip into Montana. This is when things really began to change around in my life. It was September 2020. I went on a trip to Montana with my uncle and my father. It was the first time I had a tolerance break for marijuana in three years for a span of 24 hours. Three mm. years for a span of 24 hours. First time I went without smoking marijuana. So when I was out there, um, I really, you know, I always knew in my heart, you know, the truth about Jesus, but it was like, you know, I always suppressed it with what I wanted. My sin was more important. The things, my sexual immorality was more important. My pride was more important. <laughs> my substance abuse was more important. So when I was out in um, Montana, it wasn't when the Lord saved me, but he began to like really speak to my soul. I, um, I had a moment on a mountaintop where I really, really just felt peace and I felt like my I believe to this day that it was the Lord speaking to me, but it was like, you don't need these substances to enjoy life. You don't need these things, you know? But um, anyways, I come back from that trip and nonetheless, it was like I literally forgot everything I learned because as soon as I got home, 
I didn't mention this before, but I had moved out of my house, built out an entire basement for me to live in at the age of 18 with my buddy because I wanted to prove to everybody I didn't need anybody. I was going to live my life on my own. I was going to do it by my accord. And when, when I got back, I literally got kicked out behind my back when I was in Montana. And that's really when the Lord began to work because he took me out of this place where I was just in habitual sin over and over and over again and surrounded by it over and over and over again and found my um, fulfillment and found my joy and everything in life was in drugs. So that happened and I got back home and I went right back to smoking. I was angry at the world and I got right back into my substance abuse. <laughs> and uh, that night I got high for the first time since I left before Montana. Um, I walk into my kitchen and do y'all know the song by the mark by the mark where the nails had mm -hmm. been by the sun so that's a song that i always knew growing up and it was me and my dad's favorite song i turned around from my pantry that night and remember this is after i felt like the lord was speaking to me in montana i turned around and i kid you not so imagine like a for anyone listening imagine like a nine inch by nine or nine inch by six inch cross like on the wall i turned around and i kid you not that thing that cross began to zoom into me like it was traveling across the room into my eyes and my vision and like the sound of a thousand trumpets in my head by the mark was playing to it was like a soundtrack in my mind and I literally heard it like it was on a radio in my head and I sat there stunned for five minutes it felt like a year but it was like five minutes when I looked at the clock and then I just snapped out of it went on with my life I ignored it I'm sharing this to show that like I the Lord was trying to reach me over and over and over again but he never stopped chasing after me no matter how many times I was running away from mm. him so I continued to indulge myself in drugs marijuana psychedelics you know right. shrooms LSD all those dark dark things um, I continued to abuse them all now we come to March 2nd 2021 I went to church for the first time in four years with my girlfriend at the time. Mm -hmm. um, that night, I, t I told her, I promised her that I'd go because uh, I, she had been asking me for months. I was like, whatever, sure, I'll go. That night, it, and it's not to say that, you know, the church can't save people because we all know that it can. But in my personal testimony, it just shows that it was nothing but the spirit because that night, I'm ashamed to say this, but I went home to my old buddy's house. This is two days before I got saved. I went to my old buddy's house, we got high and we mocked religion. And then the next night, March 3rd, 2021, the night before the Lord saved my life, I was walking in my room after another day at work, because remember I, I got kicked out, so I'm now living with my parents again. Mm -hmm. And my mom said, Caleb, me, your dad, and many people of church have been praying that the Lord reveal himself to you. And I was like, okay, yeah, whatever, because I was completely deceived, I was lost. I didn't believe any of it anymore. Mm -hmm. I believed that in energy waves and like you know that, that it's just one big universe and like we don't know anything <laughs> i mean it and it was so um i went into my room that night and i did my normal routine but that night there was something different i felt the most emptiness and deep depression and sadness in my entire life and i just i was contemplating taking my life that night and um I just realized that my whole life had just been taking these substances, doing these drugs, making money, and there was nothing in it. There was nothing but emptiness in my heart and my soul. And I was just like contemplating like, what more is there, you know? And I was just like, well, it can't be God, you know? I'm not gonna give up my sin. You know, it was just, I, I literally, um, 
was contemplating taking my life that night. But now this is where it gets interesting. The next morning on March 4th, 2021, after my mom just told me about how everybody's been praying that the Lord revealed himself to me, my whole life built up to this morning, me growing up in a Christian family, um, holding resentment towards God, turning away from him completely, indulging myself in drugs and things of this world and completely putting my trust in sin. It all came up to this one moment, running away from him over and over again. I got in my truck on my way to my boss's house at the time. I dropped some of them off at his house. I worked in renovations um, and I was about to head off to a job. And I got back in my truck after I dropped that off and I was heading out to the job and I pulled out of the driveway. And then on my way to my boss's house, um, I wasn't listening to any music, but out of nowhere, when I got back into my truck, um, this song started playing, you know, the night after I almost took my life, the night after I felt the most emptiness, the night after I was just asking why, just why is there just so much pain? And I don't know, is it like 30 seconds in this? Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So like this, this is the song that played as I was going down to Bre I can remember exactly where it was, March 4th, 2021, 9.33 a.m. And I, I pulled out on the debris road and this song started playing. Yeah, that's why. I need thee every hour, most and gracious so, If you don't know the hymn, it's I need thee every hour, O gracious Lord. No tender voice like thine can peace afford. I need thee every hour, stay thou nearby. Temptations lose their power when thou art nigh. Um, when I heard that song, and by the way, um, it, that was a one in 11,000 song chance that that song was gonna play. Um, all I ever listened to was country or rock and roll. You never catch me listening to gospel music. So when that song began to play, I literally, began to weep and cry like a baby. My, my stone heart that was, I had a stone cold heart towards everything in this world <laughs> because of my sin and because of the things I believed in. My heart was just melted away in that moment down to the core and I just began to weep and cry like a baby. Right. And I, I stopped the stop sign for five minutes just wailing and I, rem I can remember it and God is my witness. The words I said, I said, Jesus, Lord, I am so sorry for the way I've been living. Lord, I know you have plans for my life. Lord, please forgive me. Lord, I don't want this world. It's nothing compared to you, Jesus. Jesus, I just want you. And I, it was like I was repeating it over and over and over again because it wasn't enough, you know, to just say it once because all the things I did against him to hurt him in my entire life because my entire life Jesus's arms were right there wide open but I kept stabbing him with my sin and stabbing with my doubt and rebuking him preaching mm. against him but still that morning his arms were wide open and then when I ran into him he embraced me and that's salvation so ever since that morning the Lord has given me such a fire and a boldness that the people I worked with and talked to about selling drugs to that morning. I literally went and told him about what Jesus just did in my life. He set fire and a boldness to speak about him in my spirit. And ever since then, nothing in my life's ever been the same. Never had so much fulfillment, never so, had so much happiness or joy. I never felt so attached and drawn to the word of God, the breathing life, the breathing word of God. I've never ever had a passion for worship mm. like I do from that moment on. Like I cannot listen to anything but worship music, and that is not a lie. That is an honest testimony here, I'm right because here with you. every time it just takes me back to what He brought me out of, and I just want to bring Him glory with everything in my life. So He's laid worship on my heart. He's laid ministry on my heart. Right. He's laid teaching on my heart, and I'm just ready to see where 
God's going to lead me, but I've already seen him use right. just my story alone so much to touch people's lives. So That's awesome. Yeah, that's my testimony, man. I was, I'm the definition of a prodigal son who was lost, <laughs> who's now found his reckless love, never stopped chasing after me, and, mm-hmm. and never forget that no matter how far gone you are, no matter how much you sinned against God, he still loves you just the same, and he's still chasing after you, and mm-hmm. he has a purpose and a plan for your life, and I'm a living testimony so, of that. So, so how does Man, first of all, that's a blessing of a yeah. testimony. Um, there's somebody out there that's going to hear this, that's going to yeah. be impacted. Oh, absolutely. That's going to think twice. That's going to think twice about a lot of things, but more importantly, think think one time about Jesus yeah. and what he's done for you and where he's taking you from, where he's taking you to, and where you're going to go way down the line I guess one of my first questions that I got for you and then we'll we'll kind of move on uh, how was the reunion with your family in terms of your faith <laughs> I literally came home that night and gave my dad a hug for the first time in like a year um, I remember just weeping with my mother when I came home I told her about everything that happened in my life and it was just it was just a night of just the most joyful tears you can imagine and mm-hmm. just a night of praise and I just told him I'm so sorry for the way I've been treating him and how I've been living, you know, and I, because I felt the burden now of my sin. So I understood what you they understood. saw and I understood what pain they went through mm. and I understood what yeah. pain the Lord went through seeing mm. me live that way. But his mm. love was still enough. He's still rich in mercy. His mm. grace was still chasing after me even after I did all of those things and even spoke against mm. him. He was still rich in love and mercy and that's the guy we serve so well, that's that's awesome. Awesome. it was amazing that's yeah. awesome well we've had another one of our tiktokers sit down with us i'll let you introduce yourself hi i'm nat uh my actual name is natalia but no one calls me <laughs> hey miss nat how you doing today i'm doing great how about y'all so what has been your guys's favorite part about this past week truly my favorite part about these trips because i've been on a few of them is just being back with my family um, I don't necessarily have the most believing family, and like actually, I was just praying about that this morning. I really hope God reveals Himself to them soon. I mean, right, <laughs> but right. in His timing. But just being able to know that even if my family back home isn't necessarily a Christian, that I have my family here that completely understands my heart and where I lie and my intentions and yeah. everything. that's awesome. That's awesome. That is awesome. For me, it's just my favorite part about this week. Um, it's just been the overwhelming refreshment of ministry because ever since the Lord's changed my life, um, I work full-time normally in the movie industry. Mm-hmm. And ever since the Lord changed my life, he's given me such a flame to talk about people, in, even in the movie industry. Any day, mm-hmm. every day, he's given me people to talk to. And of course, you know, we, we all know this, but this is not just, you know, exclusive to me, but I was laughed at, you know, mocked, Mm. you know, just laughed at in my face telling the word of God, but I love him the same. That's not the point. It's just, it's been so refreshing to see strong warriors for Christ, you know, like me, you know, who have completely surrendered everything over Mm -hmm. and truly know what God has done in their lives. Because, you know, so often as believers, we can feel alone. We can feel like we're serving a lost cause because we see the lost wickedness and sin, sinfulness of this world. But to just come together with a family like this and grow together and feel the power of the Holy Spirit. I mean, last night we had a worship night that turned into 
the Holy Spirit absolutely wrecking all of our hearts in prayer and we were just tore up. But that's, that's what I'm talking about. Those moments are what reminds us how much he loves us and how he's never not with us. And I remember that day, that morning that the Lord saved my life, he, I heard him speak to me. He said, my son, I've always been with you and I will always be with you. And that reigns true. God is so faithful. He's never not with us. So just being up here for that ministry and growing close to these people and, and you know, iron sharpens iron. And that's been exactly what this week has been. You know, other believers mm-hmm. coming together, you know, strengthening each other in right. our weakness because we're all broken and we're only made whole by Christ. But Paul yeah. talks about how brothers and sisters of Christ are to be iron sharpening iron to each other and supposed to build each other up build and encourage each other up. Amen yeah. to that. Mm-hmm. So, Nat, with you, you mentioned that your family's not the most believing. Is there anybody in your family that gets you? So, the thing about my family is I grew up in an Episcopal church, right. which in itself is a little tough, at mm-hmm. least for where I am now in my faith. And so growing up, I guess I assumed that just because I prayed before I ate and went to church on Sundays that I was a Christian. Right. And I think that's kind of still where my family's hearts lay at. And I've time after time just tried to explain to them that that's not necessarily how it works. Mm -hmm. And so I've just been continuing to pray for them, continuing to be a light in any way I can. And actually, it's the timing of this trip couldn't have come at a better time because my grandparents, actually my grandpa is the one person in my family who I guess you would say kind Mm -hmm. of understands me. He's a reverend, um, but I still don't know completely where his heart lies. He got ordained online, so. (laughs) (laughs) But... um, my grandparents are setting, celebrating their 60th wedding anniversary um, next week, and oh. all they want is all the grandkids together. Oh. And so we're renting a house on the beach together. Pretty and sweet. That's awesome. I'm just, like, super, super excited to just be surrounded by people who are very strong in their faith this mm-hmm. week and can build me up and, be, and I can be poured into so that when I go home to them, right. I can just pour out into all of them. And I don't feel like an empty jar that right. has nothing oh, yeah. left to pour out. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. We'll definitely be praying for you because I know that's a hard thing. Um, I was very blessed that I didn't get saved till I was a junior in high school, and my my parents were they claimed to be believers, but there was no no fruit, no anything in their life, and so it wasn't until after I started getting plugged in the church and stuff like that that I started seeing the change in their life. But it, you know, it took some time, you know, and so I, I know it's a hard battle, but you know, God's God's got you, and you know, you know. Goodness, yeah, His timing's flawless. We got to remember that. Like, yeah. I think it's so easy to sit here and we live in an instant world where we oh. want things instantly. Yes, we want to yes. talk to someone, we text them. We want something, we can a- order it on Amazon. It'll be here the next day. We live in an yes. instant world, but our God's not an instant God. No, yeah. And thank goodness for that, because if we had an instant God, we wouldn't have eternity. Right. And so I think that's something that we overlook so often is we want things in our timing. Yet a lot of times God has us waiting for a reason. And like the song, Wait on You, Lord, it's like, I'm going to trust in God's timing because mm-hmm. it's always going to be better than what I have planned for myself. Absolutely. And it's just a big reminder of that mm-hmm. in my everyday life. Like as much as I want to see my little sister know the Lord and not go sleep over at a guy's house, as much as I want to see my mom um, be able to hand the Lord her problems and put them at the foot of the cross and find that peace, I got to trust in the Lord's timing mm-hmm. and that he will reveal himself to them Absolutely. whenever it's his Absolutely. timing. 
Well, we appreciate you guys being part of yeah. of our podcast. And where can people find you? Like, how can they find you on TikTok or, you know, Instagram, <laughs> Instagram or, or anything? We're going to plug you guys. You know, seriously. Oh goodness. <laughs> um, my Instagram and TikTok are at the Natalia Grace. Uh, DM me if you have any questions. All right. I will yeah. answer. You can find me on Instagram at Caleb C A L E B dot Conley C O N L E Y. So yeah, and just like Nat said, if you have any questions, you have any prayer requests, or you just want to talk, I'm open. You know, um, if you're struggling with anything, we're here. So don't don't forget that you're not alone in this walk. You know, mm-hmm. you're, yeah. you, there's so many brothers and sisters of Christ who go through the same struggles you do every day. So don't that's feel right. like you're alone in that. Yeah. That's right. All right. Ultimately, we're all on team, team Jesus. There you that's go. It. Let's work together. Amen. Team Amen Jesus. To that. Amen. Well, thank you guys very much. Thank so, you. Thank you all. We look at a God who is too far away for us to get close to. And I think one of the most powerful verses in the Bible for me, and like I'm not, I'm no theologian, I'm no like theological person, but one of the most powerful verses in the Bible for me is Jesus wept. Because it reminds me that not only was Jesus 100% God, but he was 100% human. And a lot of times we think that, oh, the Lord doesn't understand what I'm going through. Like I'm too, it's too distant God. Jesus is up here. He's not down here. He doesn't know what I'm experiencing. But he does, because yeah. he was 100% human. Jesus, in that moment, knowing he was going to resurrect Lazarus, knowing what the miracle he was about to do, he took time to stand back and weep with those who were grieving. Yeah. A human. Yeah. So there's a lot of times where we're like, God, intervene, intervene, intervene. And we, we're mm-hmm. asking God for all of this. And when he just <coughs> literally wants to sit down and weep with us and grieve with us, mm-hmm. we forget that Jesus was man. Yeah. 100% man. 100% God. But everyone forgets the 100% man part. And I think it's such an important factor because it causes this division of like between us and God. That doesn't exist. Because from the moment that Jesus died on the cross, the veil was torn from top to bottom, right? Top to bottom? Yeah. Yes. Top to bottom. Yes. And we have full access to God. Yeah. Full access to the presence. I don't know where I was going with that, but that first part that was, was beautiful. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it, Gabe. You should start a podcast. I should do a podcast. Yeah, you should. I've been really should. like. Really I think we should all. I think we should all start a podcast. Just Tanner, what's on your heart? Tanner is um, joining us live. What? Right before we start, I just want to say that Tanner is the hottest man alive and that if you are single out there, please hit this man's line. He is single and in need of a. <laughs> Anyways, Tanner, what is on your <laughs> um, revival? Mm. So it's it's something that me and some of my homies have been praying about for a long time, and I think I just saw a glimpse of it. Um, I've never experienced something like that in my life, and it was just it was just like the rawness of the Holy Spirit was in the room. Yeah. Um, I swear, like. 90% of the people in that room were touched by the spirit today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I agree. Yeah. It's just what I've been longing for for a long time. It's when I've been praying for almost every single day, almost every single second of every day. Mm-hmm. And I'm just excited to see how the Lord just keeps providing and just using his ways in my life and my friends around me and just how we it's just crazy how we're all together with such different backgrounds and such different thoughts and mm-hmm. just such such different lifestyles and it's like this is revival mm-hmm. it's it's the act of something that was dead coming to life and that's what community <laughs> is 
and I'm just excited to see how God uses each and every person. Tonight, even in itself, I'm excited. I'm very expected that the Lord's going to move, and uh, there's going to be salvation seen. So I'm really praying on it, and um, I just I just know the Lord is going to move and change hearts, and He already has. Like even in that room earlier, like people even either coming up to us to the Holy Spirit directing us to people um, for specific prayer for their hearts and like their stories you just listen to them for like a minute and you you know you feel them you know you feel their hearts so yeah no God is good and just in every trip I feel like I always question if I'm supposed to go but I am thankful that I went on this one above all you know um, because it truly was um, you know we were sent (laughs) (laughs) practically we were sent from God here you know um, and it's so crazy and I was thinking about this because I always like to think in an outer perspective but like I know like the people at this church have been crying out for revival and I know that God said you know what I'm going to grab all these TikTokers and (laughs) grab all these people that are on fire for God and in a few months I'm going to place it in this church so these these kids can experience and have an encounter with God see I know that we are here because someone prayed and cried out to God that we needed revival here I just knew you know what I mean that's bold and so I'm just thankful that the Lord's already working and I know he's going to continue to work tonight and every single day after that yeah. so that's so loud that's amazing yeah <laughs> so good um thank you i mean praise god <laughs> by loud i mean good sorry that's a washington thing i guess no you're good <laughs> but i don't know i think that's i don't know it's just so cool to think like we're we're like in the middle of nowhere in kentucky mm-hmm. right now. literally <laughs> and we're from like even thinking you two are still in Kentucky, but mm. did you ever think you'd be in this town? Yeah, exactly. It doesn't even feel like we're in Kentucky, if no. I'm being honest, but yeah. So it's crazy. It's like even like even I always think about it in this way, but like even in the perspective of, of us in itself crying out and saying like, God, like I surrender, like I desire that you use me for your glory. Oh yeah. Yeah, and he's just he's used us for so many different things, but I don't know, it's just. How beautiful he writes the stories, you yeah. know? Yeah. Mm. How beautiful he writes our lives. And I don't know, just looking at it in that perspective of like every, like he knows every single one of our names mm-hmm. and knew who was going to be here in every single room, yeah. listening to every single testimony, every single message. Mm. And he just knew that the Holy Spirit was going to move and, you know, pierce these people's hearts. Yeah. Wow. And that's why, like, my expectation isn't of doubt, but of knowing that he is going to be, that's you good. know, that's here. That's good. Yeah. You know what? This podcast thing is kind of grown on me, guys. <laughs> Let's start a podcast. <laughs> I've been told I have a great podcast voice. I do too, Not, but by myself. I think by listening to uh, this, uh-huh. I think I have a good podcast. Wait, voice. can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Can you hear yourself? Yeah, it's really that's spooky. wild. Come on, it's like sound there's testing, a, testing. You sound very calm, and it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's weird whenever I get like in front of a mic I feel like my voice is calmer because I know that like no one they can hear you yeah they can actually hear me (laughs) well actually I always think about this there's this one podcast I listen to called the Becoming Something podcast Uh and his name is JP he's he's a pastor in Waco Texas Mm -hmm. he talks a lot about the structure of relationships and what we should do with that um and he just has a very soothing voice and he's very knowledgeable knowledgeable um but i love it because if you listen to him preach on sundays he's still very 
like enthusiastic like he gets very into it so yeah. i don't know it's very cool to see how he can do that and yeah yeah it's really cool bryce do you have anything to say to our podcast yeah do you have anything to say it's recorded. yeah that yeah, works they all work what's on your heart well hello hello <laughs> welcome to marine leo's uh, i don't know lately i just have an eagerness to to have a heart like david but uh, preach like jeremiah and 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 to radiate energy, radiate Christ's love, and, and be an echo like like Job. Um, I don't know. I just have an eagerness to just say, I just really want to like please God. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really it. I just want my. We were talking about it this morning on the way here with Max. I looked at Max and I was like, dude, I just want my shadow to radiate Jesus. Yeah. I just want to walk around and someone just look. Just know like, that you have Jesus. Man, I want to know that. Jesus just because of the way that this guy walks. That's really it. Yeah, it's beautiful. So I'm about to go get some Pizza, pizza. Pizza's ready, so okay. I'm about to bounce. All right, well, praise God for food. Thank you guys uh, for coming thank on you our Lord podcast. Thank you, Lord, for uh, pizza. Yes. Thank you, Lord, for Marie and Leah. Amen. And thank you, Lord, for pizza. Amen. Amen. <laughs> okay. All right, Marie and Leah's podcast, we are hey. out. Thank you guys for coming. (laughs) Tune in next week. (laughs) Tune in next week. We love you and Jesus loves you. In Jesus' name, have an amazing. Amen. And you are going to be listening to this, whoever this is, after the trip. And I just know that God's going to move. So love you guys. Know that God's never going to give up on you. Um, He's always there for you even when you don't feel it. In Jesus' name, seek him with all your heart. Amen. Thanks for listening. Make sure to check out flowpodcast.org to send in your questions or topics and get your official Flow merch. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok to get your faith life and off-the-wall fix during the week. Till next time, and remember to go with the flow.